When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Um, My name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast, and I'm excited to be here. I am going to go into the astrology dates for October, and I want to say that this is my first time doing this room (laughs) on Club Deck, so... (laughs) Please be patient with me if I um, have some bumps in the road. I just decided to use Club Deck to try to kind of um, get a better approach on my audio for this room and for also my upcoming room. So thank you guys for joining. I am actually in the Astrology House um, Club today. And I'm going to go through the astrology dates for the month of October. So for many of you guys, you might know that the month of um, of September was kind of, you know, maybe a little bit challenging for some people, right? The month of September might have felt a little bit of a shift. Um, we do have some major astrological events coming up in October. We have um, obviously two major planets going out of uh, retrograde. So that is something to really look forward to, especially if you feel like this retrograde um, with Mercury has been affecting you. This is going to be a new chance to kind of get some um, realization that the retrograde is um, starting to come to an end. But we will have eclipse season, which is another area for us to address our shadow and also address our area of growth and some of our limiting self-beliefs. So that is really a good time to do that during the shadow period. So let's talk about these dates. And for everybody who's listening to the replay, um, thank you for listening. So October 1st is a introduction. As many of you guys know, we have Libra currently with Venus. We have Venus in Libra and we have um, this Venus in Libra energy is actually going to be opposing Jupiter and Aries. So this is actually a time that you might start to realize what once seemed very lucky or seemed very centered in the relationship might be starting to take a little bit of a backwards turn. It is also a time that you're going to want to actually express how you feel. We have Aries, which will be 
kind of that sign that gets us with that high energy momentum is as it is a air sign. And I mean, an air sign, it is a fire sign. And a lot of times when we are thinking of Aries, Aries is the cardinal sign. It's really the fire starter. It's the first Zodiac to really pick that area up. So this is going to be the time that you're actually going to really look at maybe cutting off some people. And I know sometimes the cutoff seems so, um, uh, how can we explain it? Like when, when we're ending a relationship, but we know it's that time, we know it's the moment to really end it, right? And that is the focus of this opposition. Venus being centered with Libra really brings that truth, um, especially with Venus being in its home area um, with Libra. It brings that area of truth with the relationship. And as it is opposite, as uh, opposition with Jupiter, that means that it's kind of like showing its true face. It's showing its true force. So if you've kind of been in that area where you haven't been sure if this relationship has been working out, and I told many of the people that listened to September's astrology, I said, just get through the first and the last couple of weeks of September and hopefully the shift happens but if the shift hasn't happened by this time by the venus in, in libra opposition jupiter and aries it's kind of the time to dead the relationship and as much as that may hurt we got to do it right we got to cut off those toxic people so following that energy we have October 2nd, which Mercury goes direct with Virgo. And we're really going to be moving forward and we're really going to be taking this area where it seems more centered in our spoken words, especially with Virgo. It's going to be feeling more centered in our areas of project and our areas around the home. So this is very important for people who are centered on creating stuff. So if you have been maybe um, not in that area space of wanting to create something because of the retrogrades. Many of you guys know, I say you can create during the retrogrades. Retrogrades should not stop you from creating intentions. Retrogrades should not stop you from creating um, area of space. Actually, I just um, finished my book during this retrograde. So a retrograde should not hit you too hard. Eclipse season is a different story. There's a lot of times where we're not going to want to be centered on um, making too much movement during an eclipse, making too much intentions during an eclipse. So the so Mercury goes direct in Virgo, and this is going to be a good time to really start your projects if you haven't already started them. This is also going to be a perfect time to get stuff in print. So while I did complete my ebook and I did start um, putting it on my um, on my websites and start to get that into rhythm. I have not actually printed out the hard copy yet. And the reason why is because yes, I am waiting for Mercury retrograde to end 
fully before I get it just a little bit more structured in the ground, right? With that Virgo energy. On October 5th, we have Vesta goes direct, which is an asteroid, and that goes direct in Aquarius. So this is going to actually be a time that we're going to want to look at our area of helping others and our community. It's also a perfect time to look at our internal space of growth and our internal reflection of how we can help others and how we can volunteer. And a lot of times when we think about volunteering or reaching a community approach, there's, it's kind of feels like an obstacle, right? How do we reach the community and the community approach that, um, I maybe live in or maybe I'm centered in. And a lot of that is reaching out and doing stuff that you aren't necessarily um, accustomed to. So for instance, I decided I am going to do a Oracle and Tarot pop-up at this local event. And the business owner has asked me multiple times, but I have never read for such um, a large group of people all at one time, but she convinced me and I actually consider her one of my friends. So I said, yes, I will do it. I will do it. I will do a tarot and oracle pop-up in person, which is something I don't traditionally do, but I need to reach the community and I need to reach um, my collective where my collective is a part of my community. So think of ways during the beginning of October to start to reach out in your community, even if that means um, volunteering. Also around uh, October 6th, we have Mercury in Virgo trying Pluto in Capricorn, which is a powerful day to actually start to solve some problems. And these problems, definitely we want to be centered them around work as we are looking at the Capricorn and also with transformation. So if there's been an area space that hasn't really been feeling um, too centered with you, this is going to be a look, a, a full look as, is this space really working for me? Is this space really holding that energy towards me? And do I need to solve some problems? This could also mean paying off some debt and also closing some accounts. Um, and we want to do that because it is going to help transform us in areas that are actually very simple, but they seem complex by taking these little steps each day. On October 8th, we have Pluto goes direct in Capricorn. Yay, yay, yay. Um, Pluto is such a dynamic planet. Um, many of us may have been feeling this huge area where transformation and transition and that area of rebirth almost felt more daunting. It felt a little bit harder. It felt a little bit unstructured and we really didn't know how to use it. And one of the reasons why was because Pluto was in retrograde. So when Pluto is in retrograde, um, a lot of times people don't really know how to transition. The transitioning and the transformation really becomes a little bit more difficult for us. And that area is coming out of its darkness and it's coming out of its shadow for the time being. So we're going to want to speak our truths. We're going to want to speak our center and we're going to want to speak 
our resilience on transforming from the past, transforming from the transition that has really been holding us back. We're also going to want to confront. And what I mean confront, even though Pluto is a, uh, you know, some would say a dwarf planet, it is one of the smallest planets, but it has a huge impact. So we are maybe a little bit small, but mighty, and we're going to want to confront um, our areas of that have been holding us back in our transformation. We're going to want to confront that space and really confront it in a way that we know that it's okay to let go. And we are going to be fully centered on the new. We're going to be centered on the new light, and we're going to be centered on some new areas. For October 9th, we have the full moon in Aries. This is a dynamic moon. This is a really powerful full moon. This is going to be one of those full moons that you are going to want to do a lot of clearing um, and also closing. But I know people will always tell you full moons are set for self-care. Full moons are set for this. Full moons are set for that. Blah, 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 blah. Full moons and new moons are set for whatever you want it to be set for. A full moon in this area, and especially with the zodiac, the Aries, you're going to want to put some intentions. You're going to want to put some new beginnings in place. And you're also going to want to put some areas of desire and independence because we have to look at the Aries. The Aries is the first zodiac. It's a fire sign. It's a cardinal sign. It's one of the number one most dominant signs. It's a yang energy sign. I talked a little bit about the yin and the yang energy, the feminine and the masculine energy. And this is actually going to be a good time to start some intentions. So for the full moon in Aries, don't hold anything back. Be centered on new experiences. Be centered on your independence. Be centered on your authority and how you are seen and feel as an authentic individual. Also, October 10th, we have Mercury enters Libra. This is another transition back to Libra. So um, Libra is kind of having a lot of energy. If you are a Libra sign, this has definitely been a month where you might have been feeling a little bit of yo-yo, like where am I centered? What's going on? I feel all these shifts of movement and I feel all this shift of energy. And you're going to feel a little bit a more of a shift as we have this transition of Mercury enters Libra. Back at it again, one more time, Mercury is here to make sure that you've really addressed your communication with your relationships. And when we look at Mercury, Mercury is all about that communication, that social aspect, that technology-based aspect. So Mercury is kind of saying like, hey, you haven't solved solved all your problems fully. You haven't really been in that area where you're feeling totally clear with your decisions. Maybe it's time that you give me some more focus. Maybe it's time that you look at your communication with your social aspects, with your social collective, and look to see how your relationships have been standing, how have your relationships really been in that way. So it is a good time to definitely look back at the communication with this Mercury enters uh, Libra. Now I'm going to tell you guys, and I'm going to be completely truthful. And sometimes 
when we get into these astrology dates, there are certain dates that stand out to me. And when I start looking through the dates and the dates I definitely want to highlight on, this was one of the ones that was very similar to a date that we had back in uh, June or July. I can't even remember the date, but I remember I was, I think it was Taurus opposition with Aquarius. I can't, I can't even remember what date it was, but this is one of these dates where we're going to want to take a little bit of a chill pill, right? So um, we're going to want to be mindful. We're going to want to use our self-awareness because this is a high energy moment. So we have October 11th, Mars in Gemini squares Neptune and Pisces. Okay. What can I say? This date is going to be that area of drama. Um, and drama might be centered a little bit in the workforce, a little bit with the social aspects of friends. It is also a day that you're going to start to feel that aggression kind of boil in. You're going to say, OMG, I don't know how much more I can take of this person. I don't know if I can really keep my mouth you know, clothes. Like I'm trying to be polite. I'm trying to be on my higher self, use some self-awareness, but this, this, this time, this moment, I'm kind of reaching it, right? I I can feel it. I can feel it. So this is going to be that day as we start to prepare towards this energy, we're going to want to make sure that we have that center where we're able to kind of take our breaths, right? We're going to know how we could step away from a situation. We're also going to want to understand that we can control our reactions while we can't control other people's reactions. So it's a good time to kind of have that peace. And the reason why is because Mars is the area that is very assertive and aggressive. Um, centered around aggression. Sometimes, you know, Mars has the reputation of being the planet of war and, and it's either like fight or flight when you kind of deal with Mars and Mars is centered around Gemini and Gemini is all about the social circles, all about the friends. How do you communicate with each other? What do you really feel centered in? So these two getting together and they're squaring, which basically means they're looking at Neptune. And Neptune is about dreams, illusions, conversations, higher authority, and ego. And they're looking at uh, at Neptune, which Neptune is with Pisces, which Pisces is known as the 12th Zodiac house ruler of Neptune. And it's saying, I don't like you. I, I don't like you. I've never liked you. I'm not going to like you now. I'm not going to like you later. I don't like you. And when this energy kind of fools and starts to brew, there's going to be times where we might not be able to be so centered in what we once were, right? We might not be able to be so calm. So look at that area and find some coping mechanisms that help you get through it, especially with this high energy moment. 
also what's happening on the same day is the sun is in Libra and it's trines Saturn in Aquarius, which means it's making this huge triangle that is really going to make us want to overcome um, our obstacles. And it's going to also bring out that ignition, that ignition of words that we once were so constricted on because Saturn's about constriction and is also about a little bit more of restriction. So we might be popping off at the mouth on this day. So that's why I'm saying on this day to take it easy, take your task a little easy. Don't be overwhelming yourself. If you got to walk away from a certain person, make sure you walk away from that area because that Saturn energy mixed in with a little bit of Mars and Gemini is nothing to play with. That energy right there, all very masculine and dominant areas, very dominant signs. And um, it's all masculine energy that's really becoming abrupt. So try to tap into your feminine, especially if you're feeling a little bit flustered more than usual and take some, take some breaths in and out. Um, also following the 12th on October 12th, we have Mercury in Libra opposition in Jupiter and Aries. So this is going to be a day where we're going to feel a little bit overwhelmed and possibly it could also be because of the energy that just shook us up the day before with the Mars and Gemini, right? And um, opposition Neptune and Pisces. So we're almost going to be kind of like this area of uh, limiting self-beliefs, not really so optimistic. We're not going to be our high energy self that we're used to, and everything's going to feel very difficult. During this time, take take it easy. In all honesty, during the time of October, um, right after the full moon of October um, 10th, um, you're going to want to take it easy. On to about October 13th, you're really going to want that area to kind of settle. We're not going to be doing too much high energy Uh, moments, we're going to know that other people are going to kind of get on our nerves and we're going to want to be able to have that time to ourselves. So we're going to want to take that energy a little bit down, right? We don't need to be so high centered and so driven, right? This is going to kind of be our resting period following that full moon. So we want to really make sure that um, we don't let the limiting self-beliefs catch up with us, especially with the Mercury and Libra opposition and with Jupiter and Aries. It is a good time to kind of say, you know what, maybe I don't need to do it all. Maybe I can just do this right now. Or maybe I don't need to plan so much. I'll just plan for this right now. And just kind of let that area um, kind of smooth out. But what's also beneficial around this time is around October 13th, we have Venus in Libra trines Saturn in Aquarius. So this is actually a good day for you to repair maybe some of those um, bonds that got a little bit tested during the first of October, right? Right before maybe um, the full moon and then following the full moon. So this is going to be the time that, you know, (laughs) you're going to want to repair 
that that relationship. Maybe apologize for things you said, right? Um, you're going to say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if I uh, hurt your feelings or I apologize if I was getting a little bit testy. Um, Tank's over here barking. Um, and I'm I apologize for this and that. Um, also what we want to look at is the sun. He's upset because he's a Gemini and I keep talking about Geminis. So I, so also we have October 17th, sun in Libra, trine Mars in Gemini. This is a day that we're going to want to bring that self esteem and boost. So this is the day actually you're going to want to be centered on that self care. You're going to want to be centered on that movement of, um, of letting that courage and letting those difficult moments come to ease. And it's going to be okay to know that you can take care of um, what transitions have been happening um, in the, the beginning of the month. Then following um, the next uh, few days, we have some other high energy moments as we have sun in Libra squares, Pluto in Capricorn. This is going to be another day that's going to feel like a power shift. So this is actually going to be hitting you most likely in um, the workhouse and the area of work and the area of relationships with maybe some of the people you work with. So try not to um, automatically um, get, how can I say it? Don't try to get upset if there are some areas where you realize you don't work well with certain people. Sometimes we just don't. And if that is, you know, happens to be the case, that that's okay. Hold on one second. Let me let this dog out. Okay. Sorry about that. I apologize. Tank was done hearing me talk about Gemini's. So anyways, so definitely look at that area where you understand that everybody has an ego. Everybody has that space where we almost feel like we all want to be the alpha, right? Like you hear that so much. And this is kind of what this is showing is that it's okay for you to acknowledge me and this person don't really necessarily work well together. It could be because you guys are totally opposite or it could be because you guys are too similar. So when this happens, just kind of take it as it is. And look at that, especially if it's happening in the workforce, it's no reason to um, get petty. I mean, I could get petty too, but we don't have to go there, right? We just have to acknowledge that not everybody's meant to work well together. Not everybody's meant to be best friends, especially in the work uh, relationship. So I just want everybody to understand that for that day. Then October 22nd is another high, high power date. Um, October 22nd, we have Saturn goes direct in Aquarius, which Saturn is currently with its home, um, Zodiac of Aquarius. Um, 
and Capricorn. So Saturn traditionally was um, the ruler of Aquarius and then uh, Uranus or Uranus, however you want to pronounce it, um, took over. But Saturn was in retrograde. We currently had, I believe it was six planets in retrograde at one time. Um, and now Saturn is going direct. So for a lot of people, they don't really acknowledge the Saturn retrogrades, but Saturn retrogrades are big. Saturn retrogrades, especially with um, Aquarius, that was a big, that was a big shift. So in all actuality, this is going to be a time that you're going to want to look at the lessons that you have learned over the past couple of um, couple of months. What lessons have you learned? What areas have you seen growth? What areas have you really seen that reflection? It's also a perfect time to understand that the lessons we've learned while Saturn was in retrograde were lessons that were made for us to learn. And <laughs> I know my listeners and uh, people who know me know I call Saturn Big Daddy Saturn. And the reason why I call Big Daddy uh, Saturn, Saturn is because Saturn is very constrictive. So Saturn is very constrictive in the space that Saturn's a very dominant planet. Saturn wants you to do what Saturn wants you to do. When you don't really do what Saturn wants, Saturn kind of has that karmic energy where it kind of sh like shows you, mm, okay, so you want to invest all your money on Bitcoin. And I let you know that probably wasn't a good idea. And now the stock has plummeted lesson learned, maybe, you know, that's something that Saturn is kind of how Saturn works. So with Saturn goes um, direct with Aquarius, this is a perfect time for you to restructure your areas that you have learned from lessons. So you could say, okay, maybe I wasn't on the right track with that relationship. Maybe I ignored too many signs with that friendship. Maybe I ignored too many signs and I knew the signs, right? My intuition was kicking in. I, I kind of knew it, but I decided to ignore it. So it is going to be a space where you're going to kind of learn the lessons of your own karmic energy, learn the lessons of your collective circle and really learn it where um, you already have learned it. So you're just going to kind of reflect on it and say, you know what? It's okay. This, this is that space that created that structure that maybe I didn't want, constrained that constriction that I didn't want and created that space where I said, okay, you know, I, I, I moved on, I dealt with it and I moved on. So when Saturn goes direct in Aquarius, a lot can happen with the community too. Um, this might also be, um, a time where we see more of, um, protesting, um, especially on the collective circle for different reasons. There could also be some more um, attempts on constriction and restriction of the population. Um, if that is with uh, government officials, if that's in other countries, it is a good time to really look at 
that when you see it on the news, just remember that Saturn has gone direct. So, um, there's been a lot of movement, especially with the feminine um, in Iran, as many of you guys know, um, and that is a big Libra energy right now. And a lot of us are waiting for more um, shifts of dynamic and also shifts of energy, which um, the astrology is showing that people are ready for change and we are here waiting and seeing how it's all going to transition, but definitely there is a lot of movement um, in that area of restrictions and constrictions. Also around October 22nd, that same day, we have Libra conjuncts with Venus. Um, the sun is in Libra. It's still Libra season, and it is going to conjunct with Venus in Libra, creating this beautiful conjunction that's going to allow us to love our presence, a love the center that we are currently in, also a love the space that we're in. And take time since it is happening the same day that Saturn goes direct is to love the life lessons that you have learned, love the lessons and the messages that you have learned and own that space and really hold it valuable to yourself. Also, uh, this day is, like I said, very impactful. We have, um, so I'm actually going to mark it on my calendar because for those who know, um, I like to look at world events and the astrology at that time. So when Pluto came back, it was the day that Russia um, invaded Ukraine. So there's significant dates. Um, certain things tend to happen. So that is something that I like to keep track of. Um, so October 22nd, also, we have Mercury and Libra trines Saturn in Aquarius. Again, more Saturn energy. I wouldn't be surprised if there is some kind of um, big announcement, um, big area where you see somebody has put something in action, might not have been beneficial, might not have been um, strategy-based, but you do see this good space where somebody's putting something in action. So look at that on the world front and also look at that on the area of transition, especially October 22nd, 22. There's probably going to be something's going to happen. <laughs> Those are my predictions. I'm not sure what, but uh, there's probably going to be something happening with politics uh, on the world area and also with the area of relationships. Um, on October 23rd, we have a sun enter Scorpio. Yay. It's a time to get centered in our mysterious space. It's a time to get centered in our intimacy, our connections for the next four weeks while we are in Scorpio season. The Scorpio is a water sign, so we're not going to feel so... Um, 
maybe all over the place, how we were feeling in Libra, we are going to be centered a little bit more with our emotions and we are going to be centered a little bit more with our transformations. And this month in October is really about the area of transformations, transitions as, um, a lot of the planets are going direct, but it is a space where we are going to want to really open that up where we're, we're going to say, you know, it's about healing within. It's about how I feel right now, how I feel in my area. And we're going to let that hold centered to us. And we're really going to want to let that space kind of stay with us. And we're not going to feel rushed, right? We don't want to feel rushed. Um, one of the biggest blocks with energy is when people tend to let themselves get rushed or they tend to put a timeline that almost is like a immediate block, right? When we start putting timelines on ourselves, it's almost like an immediate block. The universe doesn't like timelines. Um, even though you might have that area, like if you're a very, uh, let's say, you, you know, you have a lot of Saturn alignment. So it was like, yes, you need to put a timeline. Yes, you need to put a timeline. Not necessarily. So that's something where we're going to want to really hold our space with Scorpio season. Scorpio is a water sign, so it does like to travel in different areas of aspect. So we're really going to hold that space true. We're also going to really hold that space with our loved ones and our relationships. Um, Scorpio is all about emotions, um, how the feeling of one and transition of moving past obstacles. And I'm excited for Scorpio season. Um, I thought Libra season was pretty fun and amazing, but I am really centered on taking in that area of the Scorpio of the shadow. This is also during, as we enter Scorpio season, this is a shadow space. So this is going to be a time where we're not going to be so centered on creation and high vibrations. We're actually going to want to be a little bit more centered on the healing. October 23rd, we have Venus enter Scorpio. So this is a beautiful time, absolutely beautiful, magnificent, magical, very appropriate time to become more connected on a spiritual and also on a romantic sense in your relationships. If you are starting a new relationship during this time, this is a beautiful time to start a new relationship. If you are enhancing your relationship, maybe your relationship, you guys are starting to talk about where you um, see your healing journey as a couple, um, if the couple, if the relationship needs to heal, um, how you've improved on the healing journey, um, how the healing has kind of transitioned as a couple, um, you're going to really want to look at that and pay homage to it, right? Pay, pay that homage to where the dark times were, um, how you've, um, improved on the relationship if the relationship is centered right now in the dark. 
if it is centered in the shadow where there's a lot of grief, there's a lot of hurt, this is actually um, a good time to get into the healing. If it's not working, it's not working. But if it's a time for this relationship to heal, sometimes this is a good space for this during the eclipse season because it's not so much centered on growth, it's centered on the healing. On October 23rd, we have Juno goes direct. Um, after a difficult, very difficult time during retrograde season, um, a lot of people have um, broke up. <laughs> I, I laugh. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have uh, broken up. Um, some friendships have ended. Some people have left their career um, during this retrograde season. Um, people have been feeling that other partners have been selfish, not very sensitive. Um, this is the planet of like, it's not even a planet. This is like the star of sensitivity, of caring, of empathy. So if you've been feeling a disconnect, um, it is going direct. So pay mind to that. Then we have October 25th. We have new moon solar eclipse in Scorpio. And yes, this is a powerful, intimate, and I don't, I, very powerful eclipse. Um, people who are born on eclipses are very powerful. Um, as many of you guys might know, Kanye was, uh, born on an eclipse. Um, and sometimes they could be a little bit spiteful, right? They could be a little bit vengeful. They could be a little bit revenge-centered. Um, that's kind of the notion, um, you know, that you get into. That's kind of the area of grudges that, you know, that, that blood is boiling and I don't know how to express myself. So if this is kind of coming around your time and you are feeling a lot of high energy during this new moon, you're actually not going to want to set too many new intentions. You're actually going to want to um, leave a quieter space. You're going to want to live in more of a um, shadowy space where you're not just out in the, the area of um, look at me. You're going to want to kind of take a step back. Um, and you're also going to want to be able to release that area. So if you are centered on creating new intentions because it's a new moon and solar eclipse and Scorpio and everybody's got you hyped up, make sure that those intentions that you create are about the release, about letting go any past grudges, not saying like you got to be best friends with the person, but it is what it is. It's time to let go, let go of the blood, but the blood, let go of maybe the family dynamics that hurt you. Just kind of let that area rest, right? It's like a coarse moon, right? Void coarse moon. Nothing's going to come of the situation. The situation's over. Release it back to the universe and move on. So those should be the type of uh, intentions you're centered on around this new moon. Um, you're not going to want to take too many um, high energy intentions. You're not going to want to be centered around too much. Um, during October 25th, um, you're definitely going to want to have that 
eclipse season, let it pay its course, right? You got to you gotta let the universe do its thing. We live in the elements of the universe for a reason. So we aren't on an uphill battle. The universe is going to do what the universe wants to do. The universe is going to transition as it wants. So the most productive way as somebody who's centered in alchemy like me is to live in the energy that the universe is producing. So if the universe is saying, hey, girl, you need to chill, I'm going to chill. So <laughs> October 26, we have Mercury and Libra trying Mars and Gemini. This is actually a time following the next day of the eclipse after you've done your releasing, after you've done that area space, you're going to want to have a nice big cup of tea and be proud of yourself. You're going to be proud of all you've achieved, all you've really been centered in. You're also going to want to be centered in how knowledgeable you truly are. And you're going to want to say yes. Okay. Now this is a day that a lot of you have been waiting for. If you are a Pisces, like I told you guys, I felt that 2022 was the year of the Pisces and Aries, but it is in all honesty, the year of the Pisces. And this is why Jupiter has returned to Pisces. Jupiter usually doesn't do all this crazy movement around, but in all honesty, Aries was on a very high energy moment and Jupiter is back. Jupiter left Pisces in May. Jupiter is the planet of luck, abundance, and creating expansion and having that lucky energy. So Jupiter is back in Pisces. So many of you guys might be wondering, what does this mean? Well, for having the area of abundance in our, in traditionally, traditionally Jupiter was the ruler of Pisces, but Neptune and Jupiter transitioned to Sagittarius, but it's still considered a home sign, meaning it's still considered a very dominant sign. And this is basically going to help us with our luck and our expansion and our areas of higher self, our areas of dreams, our areas of fortune in our dream state. So when I mean fortunes of our dream state, this is really the fortunes of accomplishing it all, accomplishing all that we can think of, all that we can dream of, knowing that even though we had a retrograde season, even though we are in eclipse season, if we make consistent small movements, we can focus our dreams and our energy and we will be lucky with them. We will also be lucky in our abundance and expansion because we are the controller of ourself. We are a controller of our energy. So that's really what the Jupiter re-enters Pisces mean. And it's coming at right around the perfect time because the end of October gets a little testy and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, get everybody worked up, but it does get a little testy. We have, um, Mercury and Libra squared Pluto and Capricorn. That's another day we're going to want to 
really don't feed a fuel into the fire. We're going to want to actually um, acknowledge that we can finish our task. We can finish our work. We can finish our relationships. We can be a place of center in our relationships and our relationships of um, commitments. But we don't want to let this aspect really get us worked up, right? So we're going to want to know that this is a time that the arguments might start to happen again. And then October 30th, it is going to be a big hitter. <laughs> it's going to be a, a it's going to be a, a I mean, it's probably going to be good for the people who like to talk a lot. Um, <laughs> they might be quiet, but we have October 30th, Mars goes retrograde in Gemini. So one more retrograde starting, and this retrograde is with Mars, and it's with Gemini. And the Geminis love to really have that area of communication and that area of aspect. So this could actually create some delays on people who are very much centered in the audio form, in the form of social networks, in the area of opportunity, of having all of their elements being um, throat chakra based or throat chakra centered. So uh, like me, I'm a little worried. I'm a podcaster. Shit. I mean, <laughs> like what's going to happen is my podcast, you know, so it's going to be a time that um, we're actually going to want to look at it like okay, maybe not everything has to be audio-based. Maybe not everything has to be communication-based in that perspective. So expect delays, expect delays with um, people saying they want to possibly collaborate or they want to start a new relationship or they want to start a union. And then for some reason, it just never works out. This is also uh, a good time that we're going to want to write our thoughts down and our ideas down. So we're not going to want to be so centered on, um, starting maybe, um, starting a, a, um, new relationship with, um, like starting a new relationship with maybe a new Instagram or starting a new relationship with somebody, um, over the phone. <laughs> this is going to be more based on the here and now aspect of the what's in front of you, right? So kind of expect some delays with that, expect some pauses with that, especially when it comes towards, um, opportunity. If, if you thought like, um, maybe if you were in a relationship that was long distance and, um, I usually, get a lot of questions about relationships when it comes to retrogrades. If you were started with a new relationship and it is um, long distance and you guys did a lot of FaceTime, Zoom time, all that stuff, expect there to be some de delays and miscommunication. You're actually going to maybe want to get centered on a little bit of older traditional, like maybe writing a letter, um, sending packages. Um, you could still do the communication, but if the communication, uh, 
is feeling a little broken and not feeling like the person has a lot of passion, that's probably because of the Mars retrograde. Go ahead. If you feel the dynamic with the relationship, let the relationship kind of let it have its course, let the retrograde have its course, but just be knowledgeable that Mars is in retrograde. Um, and I just want to thank everybody who came in the room. That is the astrology dates for the month of October. Um, those are the dates that I will be looking out for. Um, I hope you do too, especially I'm going to say especially that October, uh, that 10, 22, which happens to be a Saturday. Just look and see what's going on in the world. <laughs> look and see what's going on in that area. So um, everybody have an amazing day and thank you for popping in. Bye.